This is Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International, a non-denominational end times ministry dedicated to fulfilling a divine commission to trumpet forth warnings from God concerning the imminent second coming of Christ and the impending judgment of God upon the ungodly. God has sent Dr. Hansen to many nations of the world with a solemn warning to the political and religious leaders and citizenry to repent of their sinfulness and wickedness or face the catastrophic judgments that will soon be unleashed upon the unbelieving world. Listen now to the warnings of our compassionate and merciful Creator conveyed through His faithful prophetic spokesman, the host of Warning Radio, Dr. Jonathan Hansen. Praise the Lord, Dr. Hansen. Good evening to you. Good evening, Shannon. How are you? I'm good. How are you all doing over there tonight? We're doing great. Everybody, welcome aboard. We're excited to be here tonight for another edition of the Warning Broadcast with Dr. Jonathan Hansen and the team there at WarningMinistries.org in Stanwood, Washington. Dr. Hansen, would you like to open us in prayer? And the mic is yours. Father God, we want to thank you and praise you for all of your goodness, your mercy, your love, Lord. We ask you to be with us tonight, all of those that are tuning in. I pray that this time will be refreshing and a blessing to them, as well as an encouragement and a warning. Now be with us right now and let your listeners have ears to hear. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, tonight we have a great program. I want to welcome all of you that are tuning in. Uh, We're on OmegaManRadio.com with Shannon Davis, uh, Warning Radio, Shortwave, social media. And... uh, I've got a couple interviews I want you to hear. I did it with one, a Bishop William Wachera and a pastor, apostolic leader, Charles Mwangi. We did it in my radio studio on spiritual responsibility. Uh, Recently, I spoke in a conference with them at Beyond Barriers Ministries International. And then we're going to Pastor Greg Winslow, If my people, that's what he's leading, where we're getting prayer in all 50 states. In fact, I'm leading it in the state of Washington. Our chapel will be full of people. And uh, on November the 6th, and what we're doing is all across America, all 50 states, going to be praying for the elections. We need to have the right people in. Uh, It's now time. If we want freedom to continue, it is now. God's people have to rise up. We need prayer. We need people to speak the truth, both in our local state capitals as well as the U.S. Congress. It is now time. This is Dr. Jonathan Hansen. I'm the president of World Ministries International. I want to welcome you to the Warning Radio program. Also, those that are watching on social media, television, welcome. I have two special guests Pastor, apostolic leader, Charles Mwangi has been with me before. Pastor Mwangi, welcome. Thank you so much, Dr. Hansen. And Bishop William Wanchera. 
Great. Welcome. Thank you so much. It's nice to be here. Well, it's my pleasure having both of you. I know Pastor Mwangi, again, an apostolic leader. He did a conference, and Bishop William and myself and others spoke at it. Frankly, I thought it was a very good conference. I was very blessed to be there, very honored to be there. It was three days, starting on a Friday evening. Yeah. And then all day Saturday, all day Sunday, but truly a blessed time. Yes, it was. Did you enjoy it, Bishop William? Oh, my goodness. It was just, it was just three days of glory. Yeah. Yeah, I really enjoyed that. It really was. I it mean, was. I've been to a lot of conferences, but I think you labeled it well, three days of glory. Oh, we. I know the God. people were extremely blessed, and I was blessed. Whoever attended it was blessed. Amen. It's true. And so I think, Charles, you've done a great job. You have a real up-and-coming church that's going to do great things. I know God showed me a vision of you and an eagle flying right into the sun and disappearing. Great things are going to come out of that church. Amen. Amen. And so, uh, Bishop Williams, you've never been here before. Yes, sir. I know you want me to speak for you in February 2023. Absolutely. I'm praying about that. <laughs> you you got to keep praying. I gotta, I'm trying to rearrange my schedule. And, you know, they're putting a little pressure on that other end. Mm -hmm. But you have done a good job. You know, I really was impressed with when you spoke and uh, where I, I was listening to you Sunday night. Wonderful message. Praise and, uh, and then I looked at the pictures of the church you established so why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself yep. and where your church is, the name of your church. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. My name is Bishop William Washera, and I'm coming from Kenya. I come from the central part of Kenya. It's about 130, pretty much about 100 miles from Nairobi, Nairobi being the capital city. Uh, we are in a place called Karatina. Karatina is in the Nyeri County. For those of you that have done a little history about Kenya, Caratina has the biggest open-air market. In a few years, a couple of years, it used to be the second biggest open-air market in the entire of Africa. Wow. Oh, yeah. So Caratina literally used to control the food prices wow. uh, of the entire Eastern Central Africa. It's not a very big town, though, but, you know, uh, we thank God. Well, that's uh, why you look so healthy. <laughs> <laughs> we have a lot of food. <laughs> Organic food for that Organic matter. Organic <laughs> food, okay. okay. And uh, I am the founder of a ministry called the Victor's Chapel International. Okay. Founded uh, around 2003. We have about 25 branches uh, wow. across Kenya. But we have one more branch in, uh, in Berlin, uh, in Germany. And, and we're growing. Anyway, sure. Thank God. You bet. Yeah, you bet. sure, sure. What is your objective? What is your goals? What is your vision for your church and the other churches that you're establishing? My assignment, and I feel my assignment to the body of Christ, number one, is encouragement. We're living in a, a generation that has so many things discouraging it. And I think one of the assignments God taught me is to go and literally pick up victims and raise them to be victors. So victims of different types, whether through sin, through different types of things, the level of discouragement that is in the world. My message to the body of Christ literally is on encouragement and bringing back the body of Christ. So our vision is to reach out to everybody, embrace all, and bring them to be useful into the kingdom of God. Well, that's very good. I know I was very encouraged that evening, that night. 
Actually, I introduced you uh, to Dr. Buckhart. He came with me, mm-hmm. and you just met him in one of my offices here. Yes, sure. As he coordinates our Bible schools around the world, and, and he shared. I heard him say that, you know, your message really touched him. Praise God. And he felt you were speaking right to him, mm-hmm. as well as, I think, just about everybody did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's, sure. that's a true message. Mm-hmm. Amen. It's supposed to speak to us. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to challenge us, sometimes correct us, mm-hmm. encourage us, yeah. give us direction. Mm. So uh, it was a great message. So Praise I God. thank you for that. Thank you. Praise and, God. And, you know, I call him apostolic. He's an apostolic leader, pastor, Charles Mwangi or Apostle Mwangi. Give us the name of your church again in case people did not hear the program last time you were with me. Okay. Uh, give us the name of it, where you're located, because you're not in Kenya. <laughs> so uh, if they're in your area, they can visit you. They can visit you. Yes. As you have had, I'm Pastor Charles Mwangi, and I read a ministry called Beyond Barriers. Ministries Beyond International. Barriers. Beyond Barriers, yeah. International. And here in the U.S., we are located in uh, Federal Way, Washington, by Pacific Highway. And uh, just in case you're in Kenya, we still have a branch in Kenya. So. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, give your branch. <laughs> yes. Go ahead, give it. Yeah, so we have a branch in uh, Moranga, a place called Kiriaini. Okay, because... Yes, in central Kenya. People will be able to listen to this and even watch it in yes. Kenya. yes. So that's good. That's good. And if you're within our environs, you're welcome to visit us there and we have a great service. It's, wow. It's, it's really a great time we're having there. Why don't you give your address in Federal Way? Yeah, our What's address, the address? Our address is 33320 Pacific Highway South, Suite Number 109, Federal Way, Washington. Our zip code is 98003. Okay. Very good. And what is the vision of your church? The vision of our church is awakening and equipping the body of Christ for the works of ministry and leashing to the lost with a message of hope. Very good. And we are building the body because we are in our air times and we want the church to be prepared because the church must come to the fullness and the unity of faith. That's what we are really doing and through unlocking your potential because most of people's potential has been locked. They have not found a place. And so we are raising many through unlocking their potentials. Very good. I know that you are an apostolic leader. I saw Saturday when I spoke to leaders and pastors and many came from other churches that if they did not respect you, they wouldn't have attended. That's very true. And so there's an influence there. I'll tell you what, and I spoke on uh, messages, uh, how to spot loyal people or loyal potential eagles. Yes. And I mentioned comparing them with sparrows or buzzards. Yes. <laughs> that oh, you oh, don't want. Also powerful. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, that was something. But you had many people that came, leaders came, and, and I knew some of them that showed up and talked to me at the end, mm-hmm. that, again, it, it showed an anointing on your life. Yeah. You know, if a person says out there, if you think you're a leader, yet... If you go somewhere and nobody follows you, then mm-hmm. you, you got to reevaluate. Mm, sure. You're right. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. uh, I could go anywhere in the world, get off the plane, and, mm-hmm. and people follow. Mm-hmm. And I'm not bragging. I'm just saying there's an anointing comes with true leadership. Yes. Sure. There's an anointing. Yeah, and sure. we need to know that. And you can be anointed if you are a faithful follower of Jesus Christ mm. and you come under 
an anointed man or woman of God mm-hmm. and are loyal. The key is loyalty. Amen. God doesn't like rebellion. Mm-hmm. But if you are loyalty, the government of God is loyal. Mm-hmm. It's peaceful. There's no rebellion in heaven. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't appreciate it on earth. Yeah. Would you agree with that? Oh, Absolutely. I would absolutely agree with that. Bishop? Absolutely. There is no rebellion where... And I believe that's why he says where there is unity, then he commands a blessing. Amen. Yeah. I gave a lot of examples of how it just busted open when people were in one accord. Unity. Oh, yeah. It always does. And if one of your ways people recognize your church, one of your goals is peace, unity brings peace. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It brings peace. Oh, yeah. And I believe it also brings growth. Oh, it does. Because when God wanted to stop the guys that wanted to build the mm-hmm. Tower of Babel, mm-hmm. what he did was to confuse their language. I mean, they could not be one. Mm-hmm. And yeah. they couldn't build. So yeah. I believe when there's no unity, they there cannot be growth in any way, whether family, church, the country, and the world. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so true. Again, it was a tremendous conference. If you ever see him advertise again, if you're in the area, you need to attend. It was a good conference. Mm-hmm. Now, I believe that the church has one around the world, a mandate, and I, I give a 4 R vision. We needed to have restoration of the church. Mm-hmm. We need restoration around the world. Mm-hmm. We need reconciliation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like we said, we need unity, not division. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We need revival, yeah. and we need reformation. Yes. Reformation. In other words, to restore the church to the mission and method of the way Jesus and the apostles led. Reconciliation between ethnic leaders and churches. There's no racism in heaven, mm. and there shouldn't be on earth. Mm-hmm. No. I know in your church, it was beautiful. Oh, yeah. And everyone was respected, received. I felt very welcome. Yeah. Uh, well, that's what it is in heaven. Mm-hmm. Uh, God only sees, you know, one color, one red. Color, mm. One color. One, one color, red. The blood. That's it. The blood. Oh, the blood. Uh, yes. And so I know one person from one race once was bragging, and somebody came who was rose from the dead, came back and, and said, you know, they were bragging, oh, did you see this? And they gave the color of the person, mighty man of God. Mm-hmm. And the Lord said, no, I didn't see it. Well, yeah, he was from this race and was bragging. He says, no, I, I only see one color, red. Oh, oh. wow. 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 He doesn't mm. see if you're a mighty mm. white man, black man, uh, yellow man, brown man. He doesn't see yellow oh, man. He sees red. Mm. You're either under the blood or you're not. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Because in heaven, we are the same. There is no skin color. Mm-hmm. We need to look at people that way. Absolutely. I mean, when I heard that testimony, I said, wow. Mm-hmm. If you describe somebody by their color, God doesn't even know you. Know. He sees oh. red. Wow. To revive the church to expand kingdom influence and reformation of society and the discipling of nations. Mm-hmm. That's our mandate. Sure. Yes. And that's what we're doing. That's what you're doing, Bishop Williams. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Pastor Mwangi, that's what yes. you're doing. Yes, that's the yeah. mandate. I know that right now in Kenya, you, you elected good people. Yeah. But, you know, we were talking, we had some food. Yeah. Uh, my wife Adalia made you some, oh. uh, so, and, and you're going to eat some more oh, after television. <laughs> but, uh, you know, we were talking, and you shared very wisely, Bishop Williams, that mm-hmm. w- the church cannot sit back and just expect two leaders to save the nation. Mm-hmm. The bride of Christ has that responsibility. Absolutely. When Donald Trump was president, I said, don't sit back and think he's going to save the nation. Mm -hmm. Well, the church sat back Mm. and we're in trouble right now. They're on the verge of trying to take away our freedoms. Mm. So what is your message in Kenya, Bishop Williams? What's your message? What I would really want to say is we are excited in Kenya that God has given us 
the leaders, the president and the deputy, yes, who are God fearing, good, the wives of these two great men are born again. They are pastors, and the church is excited. We are sure. we are excited. Sure, but we cannot just remain excited. That's right, because mm. that's going to be just a danger. Mm-hmm. That's right. We cannot just be comfortable and get excited that you know we have mm. a God fearing president. I want to believe it is the time for the church in Kenya to receive an apostolic direction mm-hmm. where what are we supposed to do with this good season? Yes, yes, mm. yes. I mean, I was oh, wow. thinking about Joseph. The Bible says, and there came a king who didn't recognize Joseph yeah. and he tormented the children of Israel. Yes. So my question is, what had the children of Israel done when... There was a Joseph who feared God. Yes. Mm. Did they lay a foundation that was going to help them at the bad time? We mm. do not know about that. Oh, wow. Yes, yes. Joseph gives wisdom to Pharaoh and says, you're going to have seven good ears. Yes. And seven very bad ears. Yes. But the wisdom was, what you do with the seven good ears mm. is going to save you the trouble of the seven bad years. You yes. will not wow. even realize that the bad years are going to be there because mm-hmm. you already have set the good foundation. So my prayer and what I'm really praying to God is that the church in Kenya right now to understand the prophetic mandate and ask through the spirit of God, what does Kenya, what does the church need to do? In this season. Good. Because I believe it's a God-given season. Yes, yes. But we must do something. Mm. What needs to be done so that tomorrow we are not crying. So that tomorrow we are not thinking, wait a minute, mm. what just happened? Like I always, when I mentor young people, I tell them, when you meet greatness and opportunity, mm. don't just take a selfie and, and that's the only thing that is left. Sit mm-hmm. down with that man or with that woman that is great. Learn a principle from them. Get something that you can run with. And I think that is where we are in Kenya right now. We need to ask God for the spirit of Issachar to understand the time. And not only understanding time, what ought to be done in this time. Good. Yeah. Very good. Pastor Mongi, mm-hmm. your opinion? I think it is very true that the church in Kenya is in a very great season. And most of the times when a season is good, people become reluctant. Yes. And that is now when the enemy also comes to attack. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I would think it is a great season knowing the kind of a dispensation that the nation is in, Mm. that the church must be warned. They must know it is not just time to sit pretty, Mm. to be happy and just to kind of what Bishop says, mm-hmm. it's not just a time for the selfie. Mm. It's a time to get down mm. on serious business because we may not know the next seven years what might happen, mm. the seasons. We don't know what is after this. And therefore, the church must arise, get on their knees, and be on the serious business. Mm. This is a strong and a great time that God has opened in the nation of Kenya. Good, very good. Absolutely. 
Yes, we, we need to not just sit back and enjoy the banquet, so to speak. Mm-hmm. You know, if somebody uh, that has a farm invites you and, and gives you all of these good delicacies, mm-hmm. that's good. Yeah. But are you going to continue to eat? Are you raising your own? <laughs> mm-hmm. Are you just going to eat for the moment? Uh-huh. And so that's where we're at. Yeah. And uh, we, the bride of Christ is what brings permanent change. Yes. So the nation can continue to have good leadership. Yes. And the nation can prosper, not mm-hmm. just for a season, but for yes. continually. Yes. Right. And we got to take this time so there's continual peace and prosperity mm-hmm. and you build upon it yes right. you build upon it yes not all of a sudden now uh somebody else comes in that's not good mm-hmm. and you they really attack the church yeah i know and so if we don't take this time this now time mm-hmm. later on uh we might really really regret it mm-hmm. yeah because i think the danger will be uh getting into um a place of slabber, you know, where you relax because you think mm-hmm. now we are good. Uh, the president is good. The, mm-hmm. the deputy is good. They mm-hmm. got fearing, and so we relax. Yeah. But but the Bible says while men slept. Oh yeah. That's when the enemy steps in. Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. The bad seed, yes. and you don't realize it until it begins to come up. Yeah. That's when you realize. Wait a minute. When did this happen? Mm. So I think we really need to be awake and alert. Well, you're exactly right. Mm. Not only do we need a, a few good people in government, mm. we need to address the rest of the government, the cabinet, mm. the parliament. Yes. Mm. And then we need to address, if we want to say, the other pillars of a nation, mm-hmm. you know, media, arts and entertainment, business, mm. education, mm. religion, and family. Mm. Yeah, sure. We deal with these areas, and so all of a sudden we have a very strong nation all yes. the way through yeah and there's there's not opportunity then for god to say okay bring judgment mm. i know because for sins bring judgment on any nation yeah idolatry immorality killing the innocent and dividing the land of israel mm. and that's the whole purpose for eagle saving nations yeah. to lead the way once again to restore the church to reconcile the church to revive mm. the church mm. yeah. and to bring permanent reformation mm-hmm. to stop the insanity that's coming all through the world trying to topple nations and move us into this new world order mm. that truly persecutes the church. Mm-hmm. You know, the bride of Christ and the leaders of, of the church, we must bring a true revival. Mm. Yes. Mm. Bishop Williams? Absolutely. I, I, I believe we have to position ourselves to, to bring true revival. And like you're saying, true revival must really talk back about repenting. And, and you see, like you're saying, repenting, I believe, is getting back to the top. Yes. Getting back to where God wants us to be. Yes. Mm. Finding out where does God want us to be. Are we, are we operating less than where God wants us to be? And I believe as we begin to align ourselves, Jesus said, make this prayer and say, thine kingdom come. Yes. Your will be done as it is done in heaven. Amen. And I believe when we do that, then true revival. Not just, you know, revival in one corner of the nation or something. I believe true revival when we, we really look into, like you're saying, the entire across the board. We look at the government. We look into the church, families and stuff like that. Then I believe true revival is going to come when we teach ourselves to get back to where God wants mm-hmm. us to be. Good. Yeah. Very good. Uh, Pastor Mwangi, um, in your opinion, again, mm-hmm. uh, where do you think that uh, the Bride of Christ in America and around the world, where do we need to strive to be? Where should we strive to be? Um, 
I believe, as you had earlier said, there need to be consistency. Okay. We must not be people who are for just a certain season. Yes, yes. We must stand the test of time. Good. We must be so on point mm. that even at bad times we shall be able to withstand the storms. Yes. A seasoned church, mm. a prepared bride, a church that is so strong in a way that it can withstand every season that comes. Mm. And that's why the Bible says that be prepared in and out of season. Good. Because there are times that we are out of season. Yes. yes. What shall we do when we are out of season? Yes. Mm. So the bride of Christ must be so prepared. They must take up their position because yeah. the church has a position. Yes. And this is is it. And we, we, we don't have to turn back. Yeah. We have our place. We must rule. And uh, I know that we need to be still a very prayerful church are mm -hmm. uh, people who have a heart of God, righteousness being a key pillar mm -hmm. and holiness so that even when we stand, God's tabernacle, God's presence dwells where the people are. Mm. And therefore, we must stand because the season may not be so favorable tomorrow. Mm. Okay, that is really true. Mm. We need to take advantage of today. Yes. Mm. Mm. The Bible says to work today because tomorrow might never come. Mm -hmm. yeah, sure. We're not promised tomorrow. We're promised today. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And some people plan for tomorrow, like oh. the rich man. Yeah. And his mm -hmm. barns were full. Well, tomorrow never came. Yes. Mm -hmm. Never came. Mm -hmm. And there's people like that all the time. I'll put it off till tomorrow, salvation. I know. The Bible says today is the day of salvation. Mm -hmm. Yes. You're not promised tomorrow. Mm -hmm. The three of us are promised today. Mm -hmm. Today. And what are we doing today with our lives? Absolutely. And thank God we're using our lives and our energy, our resources to extend the kingdom of God. Amen. Tomorrow might never come for us. Mm. Yeah. And we'll be judged on what we did today. Sure. Yesterday. But tomorrow is not promised. Mm. Again, you're listening to the Warning Radio Program. I've had two great church leaders with me today. Why don't you again, apostolic leader, you know, pastor, Charles Mwangi, mm. give the name of your church and where it's located. Again, our church is called Build Barriers Ministries International, and we are located in Federal Way, Washington, by Pacific Highway. Our address is 33320 Pacific Highway South, suit number 109. Our zip code is 98003. And I wish to invite all those who might be within our environs, and let's come and exalt Christ. Good. And how about you have a branch in Kenya? We have a branch in Kenya in Moranga. That is a place called Kiriaine. Those people who are within that area, they welcome. The ministry is doing well. Okay, Bishop Williams. Once again, our ministry is Victor's Chapel, Lint National. The headquarters are in Karatina. Karatina, about 130 kilometers from Nairobi. A very beautiful mountainous place, and we're located in Nyeri County, Karatina, where Madeira constituency, actually that's where the deputy president comes from. Oh, well, oh yeah, so yeah. we are blessed. So we welcome you anytime you're in Karatina, you can always uh, come and pay us a visit. You can check our YouTube channel, Victor's Chapel International, or Facebook, Victor's Chapel International, and uh, it will be a blessing to have you. Wonderful. Great. Again, look at my website, www.worldministries.org. www.worldministries.org. 
You can also find these programs there on radio and television, social media, if you don't get the channels in your area. And you can see everything else we're doing to reach the world for Jesus Christ. Subscribe to Eagles Saving Nations as we try to get into the stadiums all around the world and have another tremendous great awakening, a move of God, bring Pentecost once again and move out with power and authority to save that nation. May God richly bless you. This is Dr. Jonathan Hansen, and I want to welcome you to the radio program Warning. Also, if you're watching on social media or listening, welcome. I have a special guest. Uh, We're doing a special crisis intervention, if we want to call it that. The elections are coming up, and we need God to stop all interference. And uh, it's like a war where you send in uh, the invading forces, the Marines, the Army, but first you have air support, Sure, we must do our part in speaking the truth. God uh, has placed us as ambassadors. He's not going to come out of heaven to save us no matter how much we pray. But yet we need to do battle against demonic forces uh, using evil men that try to take away our liberties and our freedoms. We all have a part to pray and also speak. Uh, that's why we preach. So it's a combination, and I and I value prayer so much. We're trying to get 2,000 intercessors at World Ministries International in every nation on earth. I have with me Pastor Greg Winslow. Uh, Greg, welcome back. Hi, Jonathan. Thank you for having me. Well, it's my pleasure having you again. This is actually our third interview. Yes. So, so if people have just tuned in. They miss the others. I want you to tell them what you're leading, what you're uh, what you're doing, and then we'll carry on with this because we need to get as many people praying as possible. And, and you're leading uh, an outreach uh, that trying to get people praying in all 50 states and representation in all 50 states. So it, it's a great thing you're doing. So why don't you share again uh, the name of it and what you're doing? Okay, well, um, on November 6th, we are doing a 50-state prayer meeting, but is it okay if I give a little bit of background about myself and what has brought us to this? Oh, certainly. I I want you to. Um, So I was a missionary for 27 years in the country of Mexico, and during during the late uh, 2009, 10, 11, 12 era, we had a violence epidemic, and it was just a gruesome violence epidemic going all over the country and we knew we're not going to get help from the military the police or the government so if we're going to get any help we're going to have to cry out to god so we gathered about 40 churches on the basis of birthright and we got about a thousand people in our region very small region and we came together and prayed and sought god for the problem Uh, we didn't have a lot of preaching we didn't have a lot of music we had a lot of people praying for the situation. And then that night, the governor of Zihuatanejo, Mexico, where I lived, accepted the Lord. He gave the keys of the city to the to the church. And we saw an immediate decline in the violence in our region. All of a sudden, it became very peaceful to be where it was very tumultuous. And um, so when we came up to New England, um, we saw the same type of situation. The Lord directed us to get the SNHU arena, something we had never done before. And we gathered 2,700 people 
in the arena on October 28th, 2018, to pray against the drug situation here in in New Hampshire, which was number one in the country per capita at the time. And we again saw a dramatic decrease in drug overdoses, opioid deaths, violent crime. And it was because the church rose together as a unified body and pushed back the enemy. The church didn't cross its arms and say, we're going to wait for an election to change everything. We're going to wait for this person to act. The church rose up and said, we're going to take action. And so since then, we've been taking action to gather people to pray and to seek God for the healing of our nations, according to Second Chronicles 7.14, which, as you know, says, if my people, God's people, will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Not talking about the unbeliever doing that. It's talking about God's people doing that, giving us the... It's, it's making us see we have wicked ways within the church that need to be repented of, turned from, and we also need to seek God in prayer, something we've been very negligent about doing. We're good at preaching, we're good at singing and prophesying and all those things, but we're not good about seeking God in prayer. And so our whole ministry has been to rally pastors, ministers, people to come together as God's people on the basis of birthright and pray and seek God for the healing of our country, which we all see is in desperate need of supernatural intervention from God. Um, Whether we get it or not is not depending on him. It's depending on us, like you just said. We work with the Lord in this. And so on November 6th, We are seeking to gather all 50 states from Maine to Hawaii, come together on unified prayer, and begin to pray to God on behalf of our nation, the situation. We have elections uh, coming up, and and, uh, Dr. Jonathan, I used to live in a country that gave up on elections because it was constantly corrupt. And I see that same attitude coming into our country, where I was at the airport the other day, and this man had a Jesus shirt on his chest, and we we were giving him a, a flyer about praying for Congress, and he's like, I don't vote, because they don't count it anyway. And, and I said, where are you from? And he said, I'm from Georgia. And I said, boy, of all states needs to vote, it's Georgia. And, and, and yet there was a hopelessness in the believing heart that his vote was was not important. So once again, we're looking to get 50 states come together, pray for the country, pray for election integrity, pray for Jesus to get back on the throne of the country so that we can see a long-term change. We need a long-term change, not a short-term election win. Well, I totally agree. You know, that's the whole goal of, of uh, the Communistic Manifesto's create situations where there's no more hope in that nation. And, and this is certainly they're trying to have a communistic takeover with a lot of traitors right now leading this nation. But again, uh, prayer is critical. That's why I'm working with you right now. I've always believed in prayer, but uh, you made a comment and, you know, good in preaching. Well, um, some of us are good in preaching. The gospel has been certainly twisted and polluted uh, you have an emergent church uh, heresy going on, and and there's been so much twisting of the gospel. Just like right now, the the Methodists just ordained a drag queen to preach in their oh. church. 
we oh. are in desperate trouble. That's why Second Chronicles seven fourteen. There needs to be repentance, and there needs to re- be repentance starting in the church. Greg, we need prayer like never before in the history of the United States of America. For sure, Dr. Jonathan, and you you and I see what's going on, but we need to pray that the church wakes up to what all this that is going on. It's not situations, it's circumstances that have been fabricated for or to come against the church. The IRS agents being hired, the this and that and the other thing, these are all for these are all designed to silence the church and and we need to wake up and see they're coming for us. They're not coming for the person who's not paying taxes. That's what it's going to look like, but that isn't what it's going to be. We're on target. We're, we're targeted, and if we do not wake up and begin to pray and activate, and I'm talking every Christian. I'm not talking ministers. I'm not talking intercessors. I'm not talking older generation. I'm talking everybody who names the name of Jesus, young, old, middle-aged, this country, another country. If we do not begin to come together and pray and understand the signs of the times, we're going to be swallowed up in it uh, ignorantly, and the devil is having a heyday on our ignorance. Well, you're absolutely right. You know, the Bible is so clear, lack of knowledge, people perish, lack of truth. And we've got to get back to the basics, which is prayer. And you're leading If My People, correct? Yes. And so, ladies and gentlemen, uh, as we continue to talk, I want you to make a decision that you're going to be part of praying. And uh, we're going to talk more about that, especially when, uh, you know, uh, one of the keys is uh, we are in one accord. Acts 2, 1 through 4, Pentecost. Why? They were in one accord. They were tearing. They were waiting. They were praying. Boom, the explosion happened. we got to get back to the unification prayer in one accord. And the more we get praying and praying properly, uh, we can see that explosion that they saw in Pentecost with God coming down in powerful, powerful ways. Greg? You know, uh, Dr. Jonathan, the we always can count on God. When we have a problem, we go to God. And, and we can count on him. He never fails us. But I, I wonder if the question were flipped and God says, I need you now. Can I count on you where we would stand? And I think God is issuing a challenge to the church that says, can I count on you to intercede for the country I gave you, that I blessed you with, that I allowed you to move to, that I allowed you to live and prosper in and be blessed in? Can I count on you now to pray and preserve it and to ask me to intervene? And and uh, that's right. They were in unity, but the church is, is, thinks it's all going to come out in the wash. It's all going to play out as... As God wanted, we win in the end, and we do win in the end, but that does not negate our responsibility today as Christians to come before the throne boldly and petition God for the country that he has blessed you and I in, allowed us to prosper in, raise our family families in safely, and and to see, you know, a, a protected inheritance from the hand of God over the the decades and now i think god is saying can i count on you 
No, you are exactly right. I mean, God will always win. He wins in the end. He's sitting right now in heaven watching. He gave us that responsibility to be ambassadors. He's not coming back to do our job. And depending on what we do, including prayer, depends if if we suffer more than we need to. Uh, Do we come under tyranny instead of stopping it? Uh, Will the church come together in one accord in repentance and stop the science of judgment? Uh, It depends on, like you said earlier, God will do his part. He will forgive. He will bless. But we have to do our part. And we need to understand that we are in a battle, like you said, for the soul of this nation. Are we going to come under the new world order? They're trying right now to topple the republic and... As you also mentioned, Greg, Christians are number one target because, again, they represent the values of God. They represent the spirit of God, and they they are what preserves a nation. And if they attack the Christians, true true Christians, uh, they're going to leave a lot of them alone because they're part on their side. But if they attack true Christians, let me tell you, they're attacking God himself. And what, what do you have? You have tyranny. You have suffering. You have persecution. And I've seen it all over the world. In China, where my, my grandparents, my par- father was, my, my uh, brother and uh, uh, uncle, my father's brother was shot in the head uh, in tyranny as communism took over. So, Greg, uh, you and I have firsthand experiences of suffering. I travel the nations. I see the slaughter of the church. It's no joke. We've got to come together now while there's freedom or we're going to suffer the consequences. Greg? For sure. I mean, everybody's talking about the third great awakening and, and a revival that that makes the book of Acts look small. And I hope for that and pray for that. But half the theme of the book of Acts is persecution of the church. And and if we want something different, it's going to really require us to stand in the gap and, and f- cement our faith on the rock. And, and I would love to challenge your listeners, anybody in any country, wherever they hear this, allow yourself to be counted on by God for someone who will stand in the gap. Allow yourself to be someone who allows God to use them in the prayer corner. Prayer's not boring. I don't know where we ever adopted that prayer is boring and only older people like it. Prayer is exciting when you see God move and and uh, and manifest. And there's a lot of people, I believe, ready to take up the banner for prayer if there's just leadership and seeing seeing especially the men rise up and say, "I will, I will be a man of prayer. I will be someone God can count on." And and this event is to rally a body. It's to trodden the pathway a little bit wider that's been overgrown by not being cared for, and it's to widen that path of prayer that we have allowed to grow over, grow with obstacles, and and to make it visible for the generations behind us. This is the way they went in this day. Well, you're you're so correct, Greg. I know that uh, you and I and others that do spend time in quality prayer, let me tell you, the Spirit of God comes upon you in unique ways, and all of a sudden your being is just radiating with, with joy and, and sometimes laughter, and uh, people need to know how exhilarating, how fun it is to get alone with God and really have quality time with God. Uh, if, if they've never done it, they haven't experienced what I'm talking about. But I know you understand what I'm talking about and those that are engaged in serious prayer. Now, I want you to also uh, mention, um, again, your 
coordinating If My People. You're leading it and uh, all 50 states. So why don't you go over that a little bit and maybe even the times. Uh, okay. And so people listening right now, because this program will go in all 50 states. And, and when can they, uh, you know, what, what should they know? Okay, so starting at 6 p.m. Eastern time on November 6th, we will begin to broadcast on YouTube, Hidden Men and Ministries channel, and Facebook, If My People New England channel. And, and I know that's a little confusing. It was, it was kind of the way we started, and we haven't been able to correct that yet. But, but it's a Facebook Live, If My People New England, because that's what we originally were, just New England, but now we're America. And it's Hidden Man and Ministries, which has If My People uh, meetings. And we are going to go right across north, uh, east to west, following the timeline in every state. We are hoping for multiple gatherings of prayer meetings that will go and some that will even broadcast this in their church, even though we won't tap into them. And we have assigned leaders all across the country. Almost all 50 of them are filled up, just a few states left. And what we're going to do is we're going to break into their prayer meeting and they're going to pray for about five minutes with the online community and uh, with the group they're in. And, and they're going to pray for their state, the country, the elections, and for Jesus to be Lord over America. And then we'll pull out of there and we'll move on to the next state. We're asking every state to get a young person. And by young person, I mean zero to 35, who will also pray alongside because the youth are in such need to get the prayer burden for the country. Or they're going to have a very difficult country to maneuver. And so we're going uh, east to west. And if you'd like, you could gather a group in your church, your living room, any place, and you can tap into those two channels. You can share it and and you can have a time of prayer. We're not asking people to be ready to pray when we show up. We're asking people to already be praying when we show up and we want to break into their living room or their church pray with them for a few minutes and then move on. It will take six hours to do this, and we will start at 6 p.m. in in New England and end at 6 o'clock p.m. in Hawaii. And uh, so we have got six, six, seven, or eight hours of prayer all going all across the country. There's just some amazing intercessors that I have connected with and people of prayer, pastors, ministers, all across that we are uh, connecting for a time of prayer. So if anybody, go ahead. You said 6 p.m. Eastern time, but did you say Hawaii 6 p.m. too? That's when we'll end. Okay, you'll end. There's a 12-hour difference between New York and Hawaii, I guess. <laughs> okay, I, I want I, I didn't catch that. That's when we'll end. But uh, okay, very Going good. Going back in time. <laughs> okay, just so that people understood that's listening, they you know they don't have the same confusion I had for a moment. But uh, you're, you're, you would really like if people would gather for six hours, but they could gather uh, any time during those six hours, especially when when you're focusing in on that that part of the country. Correct. Yes, yes, exactly. No one has to stay on for six hours, but it would be good if you could say, you know what, there's a prayer initiative going across, we'll gather our family. You know, it would be amazing and revolutionary if mothers and fathers would say to their kids, we're going to sit down, 
<coughs> excuse me, we're going to sit down in the living room and pray with these guys. Fathers, mothers, and kids. <coughs> excuse me. Okay. Well, very good. I know, Greg, that uh, we have a chapel. I'm going to have it full of people. Awesome. Excellent. And uh, again, if you can't pray the whole six hours, let me tell you, uh, that, that would be great. Right, Greg? Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, um, I use this graphic. <clears throat> excuse me. Some, have some flew down my throat. Well, I use this graphic of an old Get Smart um, picture. It was this guy on Get Smart, and he had a big, huge iron fist. And when I was about eight or nine, I saw that. Of course, we only have black and white TV. And I said, if that guy hits Maxwell Smart with that big, huge fist, he'll knock him into next Tuesday. That's the idea. I want the church to get a big, huge iron fist and give a big, huge kidney punch to the devil and send him to one knee so that we can get on with doing some of the things we should be doing. But that iron fist comes by the church gathering together together as a unified body. And to my knowledge, Dr. Jonathan, I don't know if this has ever been done before, but it's something that is worth connecting with and, and, and being a part of. You've been listening to the Warning Radio program, had special guest, uh, Pastor Greg Winslow, leading If My People, uh, coordinating all 50 states in prayer. I'll tell you what, it, it's a critical hour we're living in. I wrote an article, It's Now Time. If you want to hear our other interviews, go to my website, www.worldministries.org, www.worldministries.org. And you can scroll back over the weeks. You can find the interviews with Pastor Greg and myself. Uh, we are constantly having great people on, uh, the right people running for office, spirit-filled, loving the Lord. Uh, you'll be excited. My website again, www.worldministries.org. We're also leading, I'm leading a, a thing called Eagle Saving Nations. Go to my website, click on. We want to get into the NFL stadiums, NBA stadiums. We need another great awakening. Uh, we will have it. The question is, are we going to have it uh, before or during the tribulation? When is that great awakening? Is it going to be after because we fail to do our part and judgment falls, our, our nation collapses, and we suffer countless death and out of the ashes we cry out to God? Uh, or, or can we uh, cry out to God now? We need to cry out to God right now. And then do what we can to let freedom continue. Uh, again, he's leading, if my people, if my people, join us in prayer. May God richly bless you. Reverend Dr. Jonathan Hansen has written a book titled The Science of Judgment. God is predictable. There is a scientific pattern for the rise and fall of nations throughout history. We need to understand the laws or the rules of design regarding prophecy and judgment. When it comes to the laws of judgment and prophecy, denominational or personal belief systems have nothing to do with the reality or the certainty of the rule of judgment. Dr. Hansen's objective is to warn leaders of nations of the second coming of Jesus Christ and the plagues or judgments that are coming upon these peoples and nations that reject Jesus Christ as Savior according to the Scriptures. Dr. Ronald E. Cottle, founder and president of Christian Life School of Theology, states that this book is a must-read for Christians and other leaders in the United States and in other nations. It is clear, powerful, and well-reasoned. We all owe a debt of gratitude to Dr. Jonathan Hansen for the years that have gone into the research and writing of the science of judgment. This book has more than 300 pages, divided up in five sections. Part 1, The Science of Judgment, has chapters titled such as 
The Laws Regarding Prophecy and Judgment, Patterns of Apostasy, Purpose of Chastisement, Standards for Justice and Mercy, God Forgives When People Repent, God Holds Nations Responsible for What Leaders Do, Parental Responsibility, The Feasts of the Lord, Solomon's Transgressions and Their Consequences, Righteous Kings versus Evil Kings, Example of King Jehoshaphat, Ungodly Alliances, God is Predictable, God Holds People Accountable, Man can turn into an intelligent beast to do evil. Section 2, The Deception of the Theory of Evolution, has chapters titled as Problems with the Theory of Evolution, Evolution and Racism, Darwin's Hatred of Christianity and its Fruit. Section 3, Why Must There Be Judgment, has titles such as The Fall of America and Her Destruction, Cult Christianity, Radical Liberal Politics. Section 4, Kings, Dictators, and Presidents with the following chapters listed as People Choose Their Nation's Leaders Qualifications for Godly Leadership Romans 13, Delegated Authority Satan is in charge of this world, not Jesus If laws violate conscience, we must disobey Finally, Part 5, So What Must We Do? These chapters are listed as We are in a cultural war Our responsibility to a hostile government The Christian's Science of Judgment with turmoil ever increasing throughout the nations as Bible prophecy is coming to life right before our very eyes, one must read the science of judgment to have a clear understanding of these events and the reasons why. Call 360-629-5248, 360-629-5248, that is 360-629-5248, and request your copy of The Science of Judgment for a donation of $35 or more plus shipping and handling. Thank you, and shalom. Ladies and gentlemen, please, again, subscribe to Eagles Saving Nations. Click on my website, www.worldministries.org, www.worldministries.org. Click on the button, Eagles Saving Nations. We need your participation. People say, what can I do? You can do this. We need to get into the stadiums. We need to have a mighty repentance. We need Pentecost to fall. We need to go out like David then and root the armies of the Philistines. 360-629-5248. 360-629-5248. You can also telephone and subscribe over the phone or give a donation. If you want to write to my office, my address is World Ministries International. P.O. Box 277, Stanwood, Washington, 98292. That's World Ministries International, P.O. Box 277, Stanwood, Washington, 98292. Put on the check, WMI. We're also on all forms of social media, Rumble and others. So look on my website and you can see all the channels. Shannon? Hey, these were great interviews tonight. I really enjoyed them, Dr. Hansen. And I wanted to ask you a question. You've been doing the warning radio program for how many years? When did you start that 19, roundabout? 1998. 98. That's amazing. I remember first hearing your program in a podcast form on soundwaves2000.com. When I was in Alaska, that was probably 2001. But you've literally been podcasting for over 20 years. That makes you a pioneer. <laughs> 24 years, Shannon, 24 yeah. years. Brother, you were podcasting a full 12 years before we even got started over here in 2010. 
So I'm a youngster compared. But um, <laughs> we're excited to be working with a general, uh, Dr. Jonathan Hansen and World Ministries International. Folks, you need to get behind this uh, ministry. You can make a big difference in many people's lives like it has made a difference in mine and continues to through the work that you all have done there and continue to do. Dr. Hansen, are you all also on Roku? Yes, we are. Fantastic. You know, a lot of people uh, are getting Roku boxes finally. I've been using them for about 10 years. My brother turned me on to them, and they're awesome. You know, we got rid of our cable some years ago and just went to Roku. And so, you know, from there, you can get YouTube and a host of channels, folks, including World Ministries International. They put much of their content up there. Well, I want to thank you all for coming on tonight, brother, and letting us uh, participate in this show. Would you like to close us in prayer? Father God, we want to thank you and praise you, Lord. Once again, Lord, for salvation, we couldn't do ourselves what only you could do, give us eternal life, forgive our sins, and it's so available. People are out there, if they're listening right now, if they're discouraged, some might be feeling like committing suicide. They can have a new beginning. They can have a future. They can look to you as Lord and Savior. They can start a personal relationship where you will live inside of them and guide them and direct them. Help them make good choices so they can have a sound destiny. Accept Christ right now. Just ask him in your heart. Get a Bible. Start reading it. Go to a good church. Again, tune into OmegaManRadio.com. Turn into Warning Ministries. World Ministries International. And uh, you can listen to good programs. You can read articles, pastoral articles and other things that help you grow in your faith. Come to know Jesus today. Because everything that you're seeing in the world is not by chance. It's all been prophesied. Over two billion people are going to die shortly. Accept Christ today. Have eternal life. Let the Lord guide you and protect you. May God richly bless you. Amen. We'll see you next time, my friend. God bless you all. God bless you. Have a great night. Thanks for listening to this episode of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International. Warning Radio is a listener-supported program. We need your donations in order to continue airing these Christ-centered prophetic programs. Send your checks or money orders to World Ministries International, Post Office Box 277, Stanwood, Washington, 98292. To donate securely by phone, call 360-629-5248. Visit our website to find other ways of giving and a wealth of information about World Ministries International and host Dr. Jonathan Hansen. The website is worldministries.org. There, you'll also have access to hundreds of previously aired radio programs, made-for-television videos, thousands of articles, Dr. Hansen's books, and travel itinerary. Again, the website is worldministries.org. The phone number is 360-629-5248. 
Remember, the Lord is not slow about the promise of His return, as some count slowness, but is patient toward you, not wishing for any to perish, but for everyone to come to the repentance that leads to eternal life.